Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Just Keep Swimming Podcast. This is your boy, Mr. Adrian Jackson, and you already know we're in the studio again with another great episode for you. And unfortunately, Mr. 1-3 couldn't be with us today. He's out there celebrating life, so I just want to wish him a safe night. And um, he was ma- he was very adamant to make sure that he sponsored this episode. So this episode is brought to you by NXII, Mr. 1-3 himself. Make sure to check him out on IG at O-R-G-N-X-I-I-I, the number 13. He's dropping new music all the time, new beats for the world. And his album's actually in progress and still in the works. But it's actually coming very, very far, coming really, really hot. So make sure to check that out when it drops. But um, for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to talk about perception, the power of perception. And what is perception? Just to start off. So um, this is a small definition I pulled up from dictionary.com. Perception is apprehending by means of senses and the mind understanding. So, you know, that just kind of makes me think about how do we apprehend things? How do we understand things? What goes through our minds where we're trying to understand stuff? And, you know, listening to a lot of audios, um, reading a lot of books, a lot of John Maxwell, Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, um, Alan Watts, they already talk about the power of perception. And it seems that perception is one of the most powerful things in the world if we can learn to control it. And, you know, all those people who have been listening to the podcast and heard many episodes, you see that one of the main topics of the podcast is perception, you know. My, my goal is always to promote everybody to just keep swimming, you know. Don't look at whatever difficulties you're, fe- you're facing as a difficulty, but to power through them. Look at them as a challenge, as a lesson. And that right there, that small change in how we see things is perception. So let's start there on how we view things, you know. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But, you know, a lot of people... When they run into hard times or get hit with a challenge, they see it that the world is trying to beat them down. Everything is going against them, you know? And that right there is a dark perception. Perceptions like that just make things that you don't want to happen truly happen. Because all we do is think about the negative when the negative does come. And I think Earl Nightingale says the best when he talks about the mind is like a garden. And whatever we plant in it, it will grow. So if you want to plant corn, you know, let's go big. Plant, say you can plant gold in your mind. You can plant gold, and the more gold that you plant, the more that will grow. But at the same time, if you're planting negative things such as nightshade, which is a poison, the mind is going to grow poison. So you have to make sure that you really control your mind and watch what you're thinking about and watch the perceptions that you have on things. You know, um, that actually leads me to a funny story about a cat and a dog's diary. You guys heard this before. I know you guys love it. And for those who's listening, check it out. So pretty much let's start off by looking at two different diaries. We have a dog's diary. The dog's diary starts off by him starting off his day. Eight o'clock in the morning. Got to eat breakfast with my people. What a great day. Ten o'clock in the morning. Got to go for a walk around the neighborhood, one of my favorite things. 12 in the afternoon, got to sit there and watch the master work, one of my greatest things. Six o'clock in the afternoon, got to have dinner with the people, one of my favorite things. Eight o'clock at night, got to watch TV with the people, one of my favorite things. 
11 p.m. at night, get to go to bed with people. One of my favorite things. Now let's look at the cat's diary. The cat's diary. Day 722. My captors keep tempting me with these dumb cat treats and these ugly toys. They keep trying to pet me and keep putting me outside for no reason. Every time I go outside, I try to escape, but know that I can't escape because I can't find food outside of this home, etc., etc. <clears throat> and that right there, I feel, is a great, great example of perception. When the dog is looking at it, he's looking at everything in the world is beautiful and for him and his favorite thing. But the cat is looking at living in this wonderful home as a burden, as a prison. You know, something he's trying to escape, but he can't escape because he needs the food and the shelter. You know, and I think that a lot of us look at our jobs that way. You know, that's a real great example, our jobs. How many of you guys go to work with the mindset that, oh my gosh, I have to work again today. This sucks. I'm so tired of working here. I can't wait to get out of here. Or I wish I can hit the lotto and get a million dollars. Or you know what? I'm going to try to make some fast money and go to the casino after I get off work. And you know, all that right there is like a negative perception. You're dreading everything. You're trying to find any way, shape, and form to get out of the situation that you're in. But you're not looking at it in a positive light. So, you know, let's take a step back and try to change up that thought. And let's look at work as in, I get to go to work. I am so blessed to be able to have a job to earn income. I am blessed to have the abilities to do whatever the job is requiring me to do. And that these people continue to let me come back in this building and continue to do work with them. I'm blessed to be a part of a team. Maybe not be the best team, but you know what? I'm a part of a team. I know I'm not in this alone. I know I'm not the only one in this building feeling this way. So let me do the best I can today to be a part of the team, to do what I can for this company because this company is ever so nice to pay my paycheck and making sure I have food in my pocket and making make sure I have money in my pocket, food in my stomach, a house over my head, a car to drive. So let's start looking at things in a more positive light because when we start looking at stuff in negative, all it's gonna do is bring negative. <clears throat> have you guys ever experienced when you start to think something bad is going to happen, it happens. You know, no matter how much you try to shake the thought or you try to fight it, because you have that thought in the back of your head, you kind of bring it to happen. You kind of make it happen. And a lot of us are blaming that on intuition, saying, oh, no, I had a feeling that this is going to happen. But intuition is more of a gut feeling when you have no idea what to feel. But the negative thoughts that you have makes the negative happen because you put poison in your head. You put poison thoughts in your mind. So we have to learn to start cleaning off our minds and start to see things in a better light. So one of my favorite, favorite quotes is, if you change the way you see things, the things that you see will change. And I think that is the most beautiful, most powerful quote in the world right there because when you continue to look at the world in a dark light, it's gonna be a dark world, you know? The perfect example of this is, you ever get, you ever see a car that you really, really want, or, you know, a shirt or some type of style that you really like, and originally you thought it was brand new, I've never seen this before, but then, now that you're, um, you know, obsessed with this car or this style or this look, 
you start to see everybody like that. You start to see this car driving all up and down the road. It seems like everybody has a car. It's like, I've never seen this car before. Why am I seeing this so much now? It's because your mind is making it aware to you. So when your mind is aware of all the negative and you think the world is always dark and always negative, all you'll see is the negative, the dark, the bad. But if you switch it up and say the world is beautiful, there's <clears throat> so much magic in the world. I love this amazing world. You'll see things in such a brighter light. And another great example of that would be rain. Some people, when it rains, they get depressed, they get sad, they don't like the rain. But other people, they see the rain. This is the most beautiful thing that ever happened. They go outside with their tea and their book and they just sit there and enjoy the sound of the rain and just love it because, you know, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful act of nature. So I think that one thing we really need to do is just really learn to control our perception. And, you know, as we're talking about perception, I always wonder how does attitude come to play with perception? And I honestly think that they go hand in hand. They're like brother and sister. They're walking down the street together, holding hands, skipping. Because if you have a bad attitude toward things, it's going to give you a bad perception toward things. And what is attitude? Attitude is the feeling, perception, feeling, position, or disposition with with a perception, tendency, or orientation, especially of the mind. And I think the main part of that definition is of the mind. The attitude is is controlling your mind. And a great quote for John Maxwell is, the attitude is the paintbrush of the mind. So if you have a negative attitude all the time, you're gonna see a negative world, and that's all your eyes are gonna see is negative. And you know, this actually leads me to another story. So um, there was a lady one morning, every morning she'll get up, she'll go into the kitchen, make her coffee, and when she looks out the window, she'll see her neighbor out there hanging up her clothes. But as she's looking at the neighbor, she sees the clothes and all the clothes look dirty and the clothesline that she's using is look muddy. And the ladies just sit there, sips her coffee and is like, why is this lady hanging up all them dirty, muddy clothes? Like, what's wrong with her? Is her washing machine not work? Like, is there something wrong with this lady? So, you know, weeks go on and every morning when she gets up, she sees the same sight. The lady out there hanging up clothes on dirty clothes on a dirty clothesline. And the lady took it upon herself one day to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to give her some, gift her uh, a cleaning basket. So she made a little gift basket, a laundry detergent, all that stuff. The neighbor so politely said, thank you, took it in her house. But then the next day, the lady still sees that the clothes are dirty. She's like, why did she not use my basket? What is wrong with this lady? So one morning she wakes up and she looks outside and she's like, oh my gosh, she finally cleaned all her clothes. The line looks perfect. Everything is so nice and clear. You can see the perfect whiteness of the clothes and the brightness of the colors popping off. She's like, oh wow, she finally learned how to wash her clothes. That's amazing. And then her husband walked in and she said, hey honey, look, the lady finally learned to wash her clothes. Isn't that amazing? She was like, honey, the lady's been washing her clothes amazingly. Our window's just been dirty. <laughs> and you know I find that a funny story because it's like how many of us are looking at people thinking they're they're doing terrible or life sucks for them where it's like oh we're looking out a dirty window we're looking we're looking and assuming that things are terrible for them we're looking and assuming that things are bad we have this perception that oh this lady doesn't know how to wash clothes because her clothes are still dirty through my window they look dirty but 
if I actually step outside, step outside the box and step up to her and actually look for myself up close, my whole perception would change because I would see that the clothes are amazing. So that kind of leads me to um, amazing book I would highly recommend to everybody. The book is called The Four Agreements, written by Don Miguel Ritz and Janet Mills. And The Four Agreements um, is an amazing book to help you really learn how to live your life. And I believe there are two agreements that really work with the power of perception. All four possibly work, but these two I feel truly, truly stand out. And the first one is don't take anything personal. And I think that right there is a big, big one right there because people always think that others are out to get them. They're trying to rob my money. They're trying to get into my pockets. They're trying to take my girl. They trying to tow my car. They trying to put my son in jail. You know, everybody always thinks everybody is always against me. But it's like we have to learn to change that perception from they're not out to get me. They're probably out to try to teach me something. God is probably using them to try to teach me a lesson. You know, we always look at a setback as us as the devil trying to take us down or the negative parts of the universe trying to break us. But it's like, no, let's look at this setback as a set up for something greater. You know, maybe this happened for a reason. So let me not take this personal and let me not say that I'm the target and everybody's out to get me because you know what? There are over a billion plus people in the world. I'm sure I'm way lowballing. I doubt everybody in this world is out to get you. A lot of these people don't even know who you are, unfortunately. Not yet. They will know you soon, though. But don't assume that everybody's out to get you. I would say look at it more as it's a lesson that life is trying to teach me. When bad comes, look at it as it's a lesson life is trying to teach me. And that actually leads me to a little funny joke that um, Mr. Bernie Mac told a long time ago, Mr. R.I.P. to the legend. But um, he told this amazing joke that I would think caps this so perfectly. So um, one day there was a kid uh, finally made it old enough to go to grade school. So the mom told him to go walk down to the bus stop. Unfortunately, the kid had a small problem. He was a little handicapped. So he would stutter a little bit when he talks. It'll take him a long time to get out whatever he has to get out. So the first day he's at the bus stop and as he's at the bus stop, the bus stop rolls up, the bus driver opens the door and the kid wants to ask, is this my bus? But like I said, he has a speaking problem. So he goes, and the bus driver sees that, slams the door and drives off. So the kid goes back home, tell his mom, his mom's like, okay, do it again. Let's try it again tomorrow. So the kid goes to the bus stop tomorrow, goes to the bus again tomorrow. The bus driver does the same thing, open the door. The kid wants to verify he's on the right bus. So as he tries to talk, he goes, (laughs) bus driver closes the door, drives off again. So kid goes home, tell his mom what happened again. His mom's like, okay, I'm going to the bus stop with you. And we're going to see if this happens again. So. The kid goes to the bus, the mom hides in the bushes, and the bus rolls up, and the kid does the exact same thing. Is this my... And then the bus driver reached about to slam the door, and then the mom jumps out the bushes and says, Wait one minute! How dare you keep doing this to my son? What did he ever do to you? And then the bus driver removes the curtain, jumps off the bus, and then he looks at the kid, he looks at the mom and says, He... 
he uh, he was teasing me. <laughs> and my apologies if I disrespected anybody out there, but I think the lesson behind that story is so amazing. The bus driver took it personal that the kid had a problem with himself. And the bus driver has a negative outlook at life that people are out there to make fun of him, people are out there to target him. When on actually, the kid was just want to make sure he was getting on the right bus. And you never know. They had similar problems. So the bus driver and the kid probably could have became best friends, could have helped elevate the kid. Who knows what could have happened? But the bus driver took it too personal. And taking it too personal can really backfire a lot of people a lot of times. So that's one thing that I believe that the four agreements really has to talk about perception. And the second thing that I have is never make assumptions. And I think this right here is very, very powerful. Don't assume anything in the life because assumptions will hurt your feelings. And how, well, what do I mean by assumptions? Assuming you're going to get the raise. Assuming this person is going to call you. Assuming that this date is going to fall through. Assuming that your refund check, is, your, your tax check is going to come in by a certain date so you can go buy something that you really want. You know, don't make assumptions. Assumptions are the worst things that can hold us back. Assumptions can really, really hurt us. So let's learn to stop making assumptions and learn to just go on based off of the truth that we know. Because at the end of the day, all I can control is my actions, reactions, and my thoughts. So if I can make some positive thoughts, I can possibly make positive actions and positive thoughts would also bring me positive reactions. And my last story to cap this would be one day there was a guy in New York calling for a cab. He waves his hand out. The cab driver pulls over. He jumps in the back of the cab. He says, take me here and I got to get there fast. So the cab driver's okay. It's traffic. We'll do what we can though. So right then the cab driver is about to pull out. But right as he pulls out, a car speeds by him and almost wipes out the whole right side of the car. Almost hits the cab driver, everybody. So then the cab driver swerves out the way, adjusts, get back in the lane, and now he's rolling just fine. And then the car that almost hit him happened to be at the light where the cab driver rolled up. The driver looked at the car, started flicking off the cab driver, called all, the, all types of MFs, you this, you that, blah, blah, blah. And then the driver sped off through the light. <clears throat> and the cab driver just waved nicely, smiled, and kept doing his ride. And the guy in the back seat, heart racing, is flabbergasted by how the cab driver responded. And he's like, how can you react in such a way? And the main thing the cab driver said was, you know what? I noticed that a lot of people are like garbage trucks. They go throughout the day, throughout the week, month, year, life. Holding in all these things, holding in all this anger, all this resentment, all these things they want to get off their chest. And sometimes they just can't hold it no more and have to find a place to dump it. And unfortunately, sometimes you're the person that it gets dumped on. And at the end of the day, I'm happy that this person was able to dump this stuff on me and I didn't react in the way that he wanted me to react in another angrier type of way because misery loves company and I'm not going to give them company. I'm going to stay on the high road. I'm going to stay and continue to do my best, smile and wave and continue on with my day. And you never know, him dumping that on me could probably really help him out and make him better for whatever meeting he's going to, whatever in the rush he's in. It might make him walk into the room a little bit different. 
And I found that beautiful, you know. The cab driver didn't make the assumption that, oh, he's out to get me. He's trying to target me. He's trying to knock me off this road. He's trying to wreck my car. You know, he's trying to mess up my money. No, the cab driver took it as an honest mistake. See that the guy's angry, took his anger that I did nothing personal to him. He's just having a bad day and left it, let it go. And you know, that right there is the perfect example of a positive and a negative assumption because the drive, the rider in the back had a negative assumption saying, yo, he's trying to hurt you. But the cab driver kept a positive assumption saying, well, I believe he's probably just having a bad day. He's need to dump off his trash. So let's start to really focus on our perceptions, the way that we're seeing this world, because we all know the world is crazy. Things happen all the time. You never know what's going on. You know, you never know what day is truly your last. But if we can keep a positive perception on the world, I believe that we can make this life that we're living a lot less, a lot less heavy, a lot more lighter, you know, because if we can walk around with a lighter heart, with our rose-shaped glasses, we can see all the beauty that is still in this world, all the love that is still out there, all the smiles, all the happy faces, all the positivity, all the opportunities that are still to come. If we can make sure that we keep a positive perspective on this world. So let's try to keep the perspective that everything in the world that you want is coming for you. And even though you may not know how it's gonna get here, when, where, know that it is coming for you and you will get it. So let's change our perceptions, people. Let's control our perceptions. Let's control our minds. Let's control our heart to look for the positive, to look for the best, to look for the pretty. Don't think about the ugly. Don't think about the negative. Shake it off. Let's focus on our perception because if we can change the way we see the world, the things that we look at will change. The world that we see will change. So with all that being said, I hope I helped someone out there today. Please, any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on IG, on Facebook, on Twitter, or send an email to jkspodcast702 at gmail.com. I hope you guys have an amazing day, a wonderful afternoon, a blissful evening, and remember to just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. You got it.